Hi everyone, welcome to Self Claire, a podcast hosted by me, Claire Nunez. We'll discuss wellness, mental health, and of course, self-care. Today's guest is my friend Leah and one of my favorite Instagram account owners, Leah. Leah is a working professional in a hospital administration and a social media micro-influencer and blogger. Just last year, she launched her lifestyle blog, House of Logue, and began using her Instagram platform as a way to share her lifestyle, passion for beauty and fashion, and a space to talk about mental health. She also created a community called Of All People on Instagram, a platform where she shares relationship stories from interviews she holds with people across the country. Think humans of New York, but honed in on relationships. These stories are meant to offer a unique window into our perceptions and attitudes about close relationships. Although influencing and blogging are only hobbies and creative outlets, Leah hopes to leave an impact on others, whether it means sharing the latest fashion trend, her favorite skincare product, or a new perspective about polyamorous relationships or unrequited love. Welcome, Leah. How are you? Hi. Great. Thank you so much for inviting me on your podcast. It's yeah, I'm really excited to have you, and I do love your Instagram account. Thank so. you. I really appreciate it. <laughs> so I want to talk to you today about how you make time for all of your great accounts, from your personal account to your House of Logue and to Of All People. How do you make time for that, your work, your relationship, and kind of how do you just live with all of these, like, great side <laughs> hustles you have? Oh, thank you so much for calling them side hustles. They're actually more of hobbies, but I've noticed that a lot of people kind of call it that because I do work with other brands. Um, I obviously work with people, so it kind of seems like a side hustle slash business. Mm-hmm. But in like the bigger picture, I always have a schedule on hand. I'm kind of like a list person, and throughout you know my academic career in high school at Fordham, I went to Fordham University, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, <laughs> I uh, I always have a planner on hand so like on Sundays um, at the beginning of the week I always have like a bigger picture planner so Mm -hmm. I kind of log down like obviously when I work I work a nine to five days when I feel like I need to do laundry usually once a week but then also like I have um, like a daily schedule so the night before the next day I have like a a detailed um, itinerary of what I'm doing so everything's breaking down by hour maybe to the half Mm -hmm. hour that like I can I manage that's kind of one of my weaknesses um as weird as that sounds because I have so many projects and different platforms that I work on um yes that's how pretty much I plan everything but Mm -hmm. in essence like I said work is the usual nine to five so Monday through Friday that's the time that I work um during lunch I definitely have that downtime to kind of just breathe scroll on social media so I don't burn out at the end of the night or even during work because after my shift I do tend to work on my side projects like of all people my blog mm-hmm. or even just photo shooting for brands that I'm collaborating with but um yeah the one thing I really learned was that um I learned to kind of stop overachieving because when I first started mm-hmm. these projects um I tend to cram in everything to the minute for my in my daily schedule Mm -hmm. and I realized that obviously it's not very practical because I am human and I do tend to burn out so I kind of have um like a scheduled kind of to-do list Mm -hmm. where it actually is broken down to the task like in the bigger picture I now only do one blog post a month because in reality that's really how much I can do because right interview 
interviewing for a lobby of all people takes two hours mm-hmm. so you usually do an interview two interviews with the same person and then editing takes another couple hours and then I have to post it promote it so that takes a lot of time and then for Instagram I post at least five times five times a week to just mm-hmm. upkeep my presence and upkeep my engagement from for other brands so that's kind of how I figured my schedule out. I mean, it definitely took a lot of time for me because I did launch this um, blog and I took my Instagram very seriously, I think around last year in June, but mm-hmm. just now recently this year that I found out this is the schedule that really works with me, with my work schedule and just my personal, like mental and physical well-being. Mm-hmm. And um about my relationship, so I lived with Brian. I mean, well, I live with Brian, and <laughs> I, I've known him for about six-ish years. So I mm-hmm. feel like we kind of know each other like the back of our hands. Um, like we understand each other's needs, and we know how to communicate them. I feel like time is really our best friend because I feel like if we lived together early on in our relationship, this mm-hmm. situation wouldn't have worked out so so easily. But um the way I think of our relationship is that since we live together I feel like there's really it's just hard to find things to talk about since you're with yeah. 24-7 <laughs> so I mean obviously I work but I don't have a I don't nothing exciting really happens at work I don't really like to share like my work life with my partner like the details mm-hmm. of it only because I really like to dichotomize that I feel like it's very hard for me to kind of escape that work mindset if I'm talking about it at home. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, but now since I started um, working from home, I know we're really with each other 24-7. It's definitely hard to find things to talk about. (laughs) And, Mm -hmm. you know, so we developed this thing called Intimacy Night where once a month we do bonding activities that require us to self-introspect. So we, like recently we just um, finished this activity called 36 Questions, um, mm-hmm. popularly known as 36 Questions to Find Love. Um, mm-hmm. We only finish one set of the questions because it's actually very long. And Oh, yeah. 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 It's, it's, <laughs> it's long, a long so. process. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was just really fun to talk about something with, like, substance and depth, you know, not just, like, the, mm-hmm. the minuscule daily things, like, talking about an ex-grocery list or family dramas or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And um, let's see, like, for myself, um, kind of strange, but I do feel like my side hustle is a form of self-care. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, like you said, like I said in the bio, um, it is my creative outlet, and mm-hmm. I feel like I'm pretty restless if I don't have something to focus on. Um, so I do put my physical and mental well-being first before anything else as well. Mm-hmm. So I feel like every part of my day is like a self-care or like I'm making time for myself. Like I really look into how I eat and what I put in my body and when I work out, and what I work out, and, mm-hmm. you know, when I have time to write a blog, I feel like all of that kind of plays into my self-care, like that time for myself, because, I don't know, I feel like every moment I have with my body, whether that means, like, it's eating, it's showering, it's working out, that's my time of self-care, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah, that totally makes sense, and side note for the 
audience. Leah and I met working on a side hustle for one of the professors at our university. <laughs> so it's it's just interesting to hear you also refer to like your side your like your blogs as kind of hobbies rather than as side hustles, which is just interesting because I think a lot of people don't necessarily put as much like effort and creativity and just as much like brain power into some of their hobbies as like it's as you show you do so I think that's very interesting that you kind of you kind of think of them as self-care and you think of them as just like a way to express yourself yeah yeah well growing up I always had some kind of journal or some kind of diary I and I work every day after school or whenever I had time in college I always wrote like every detail in my day mm-hmm. and I always like had daily musings and I always wrote poems I drew a lot so that was my creative outlet and I feel like my Instagram and my blog has become my modern day journal mm-hmm. so it's just nice to have that kind of like self-reflective kind of hobby because I feel like that helps me get to know myself better and I mean of course this is work and I feel like self-care in essence is is work you know like you're taking care of your body taking care of yourself and I feel like at least putting myself in that kind of mindset like self-care is work but it is a positive thing that you can do for yourself it just helps me kind of see that in that light rather than seeing it like work you know what I mean yeah yeah and that's yeah it's true because taking care of yourself is work like when people um go to the gym you work out like you're working your mind when you're reading a book like mm-hmm. so it's it, it's it is work to kind of take care of yourself but it's it's good when you have an outlet that you love working exactly on. right right yeah and creativity is just so powerful and I think a lot of us do find so much um I guess we ha- we find a lot of like it's really relaxing to just kind of talk to others to create to make a podcast to write something yeah so yeah that's yeah it's very interesting to hear that and i'm sure a lot of other creators out there do feel the same way oh of course of course yeah but um before i guess we shift into like our next topic which is skincare and everybody loves skincare but do you have any advice for anyone who who was thinking of kind of making their hobby in, in, into a, a more, I guess, public thing, like making it into an Instagram or making a blog? Do you have any advice for anyone who's thinking of doing that? Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, this is more of like an abstract kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So one of my issues was trying to keep motivation to work on other projects like on your side mm-hmm. hustles on your self-care projects whatever it may be mm-hmm. so remember how I said before I was very inconsistent with my blog I probably come mm-hmm. up with like once every couple of months and I post on my Instagram once every few days so my issue was that I I still kind of have it now I'm still trying to mm-hmm. learn how to keep up that motivation so um, I I had this need of getting validation from other people, and I mean, mm-hmm. it's great for short short term motivation. You know, you get that external drive, you get that support from your friends, your family, from even strangers across the country or even the world, and you know, you feel like you're contributing something for others. But obviously, that doesn't really last. Um, mm-hmm. 
I kind of learned in cognitive psych back at Fordham University that you know there is a difference between extrinsic and intrinsic motivation, and mm-hmm. that was kind of the main reasons why I was very inconsistent in the beginning with Instagram and blogging because I was so focused on being rewarded and getting that immediate gratification. Um, so just to kind of break it down, like intri- intri- extrinsic motivation mm-hmm. is the motivation we get when we perform or engage in something to earn reward or to avoid some kind of punishment. But like with that switch in thinking to find that intrinsic motivation is what really kept me going. And that's mm-hmm. something that you're it's doing something that you find personally rewarding and blogging and Instagramming is personally rewarding to me. Mm-hmm. But sometime in that mix of creating a blog post, creating content for other people, collaborating with partners and brands. Like sometimes I get so caught up in whatever I'm doing and I'm just chasing and chasing that motivation, chasing that gratification from other people or whatever reward that I kind of forget, you know, the reason why I started this. And, you know, obviously the reason I started this was to have a creative outlet. Like I feel like we need to remind ourselves that, remind us of why did we start this project? And when you start something, it's usually because you find it rewarding for yourself. And I find that it's very rewarding for myself and it makes me feel good. It makes me feel like I'm caring for myself. And Mm -hmm. it's like I said, it's almost like a journal and a diary to me. Like I said, I grew up writing and drawing and this is my creative outlet. So it's also nice to kind of look back on your previous Instagram posts or your blog posts and know that on this day you were with this person or on that day you were wearing this kind of look and this is when that mm-hmm. fashion trend was trending and this is the kind of skincare products I was experimenting with it's just nice to look back at your own milestones whatever that may be yeah that's that's true and it is really important to kind of look back at why you started doing what you were doing because some of our actions, yeah, we kind of make them on a whim. Like, I'm going to start an Instagram that's just of, like, tree leaves or something. Like, that's very much on a whim sometimes for some people. Yeah. But it is important to just kind of look in depth at why you started something. So yeah, thank you for that. Yeah, of course. All right. So we're going to take a quick water break. <laughs> um, today's episode <laughs> is also sponsored by water, like last week. So thank you to water for hydrating us and keeping us healthy and safe thank you it's great to be sponsored by one of earth's natural resources absolutely totally (laughs) so our next topic is skincare routines so leah you are always posting about skincare which i really appreciate because i love that (laughs) um but I guess, how did you come to find the skincare for you? And kind of what do you look for in a in a product? Yeah, so um, I feel like I never really got into skincare until skincare has become such a fad and such a trend since I think mm-hmm. around last year or even like late two years ago. And I was really experimenting with different brands and different products like I've never started using toners until last year and I never started mm-hmm. using vitamin C until this year or late last year rather and mm-hmm. I feel like that's when it becomes a little dangerous because you're playing with like active ingredients like AHAs and BHAs and mm-hmm. a bunch of different acids like hyaluronic acids glycolic acids this and that like you don't know where to even begin like you're pretty much lost in this whole like world of skincare so 
I honestly still feel like I'm still learning about my skin. I'm still learning about what kind of skin I have. I feel like my skin has definitely changed since mm-hmm. the past couple years. Like, I don't know if it's a TMI, but I just recently <clears throat> visited my gynecologist and I mm-hmm. actually, you know, I had such a change in um, my, my menstrual cycle. I, mm-hmm. I used to have the full seven day and now I'm only experiencing for about a couple of days and mm-hmm. I'm also not on birth control. So I do get my period pretty regularly. Um, mm-hmm. I come from a family where our periods are very kind of irregular. Like we get it about like once, we get it mostly every month, but we mm-hmm. just skip and that kind of scares me because I'm yeah. not on birth control, but. Fair. Yeah. You know. <laughs> but like, I'm I was going on a tangent, but I, when I was talking to my gynecologist, I told her, you know, my skin hasn't changed lately. And she said, it's because, you know, our bodies are always changing. Your body, my body is recognizing that I don't need to be on a seven day cycle. It's shortening up, you know, mm-hmm. whatever it is doing now and down there. And it's changing the hormones mm-hmm. and everything else in my body, including your skin. So I still feel like I'm still learning what those changes are. Um, right now, my skincare, I'm actually using this brand called Holby Skin disclaimer they did gift me these skincare products and I'm currently trying them out I'm hoping they'll do some magic to my skin Mm -hmm. um just wait a couple months maybe a few weeks and I'll let you know how it goes (laughs) like I said I'm still very much learning about my own skincare but I do I I do follow a bunch of estheticians on Twitter um Mm -hmm. and they are people of color one is named beauty LA beautyologist she is Mm -hmm. she's full of facts she actually came out with this free um I think 20 20 do's and don'ts of skincare so I Mm -hmm. feel like that's something that's a really great resource for those of us who are just starting out with our skin routine trying to figure out like what we should or shouldn't do to create like the basic facts of it Mm -hmm. and I also follow this one esthetician named Sean Garrett don't know his Twitter handle but you know provide that Mm -hmm. later but he um he also has he also tweets like just a bunch of different um, facts about skincare. He even posts his own skincare. It's pretty much like a free resource all over Twitter. There's mm-hmm. a lot of estheticians on Twitter providing free tools and all of that there. But so currently I'm using a cleanser every day and night. Um, so let me just back up a little bit. Mm-hmm. So in the mornings, I do use a cleanser. I like to stick to gel cleansers just because I feel like they're much more soothing and sensitive to my skin. Then mm-hmm. I use a toner just to kind of bring the pH back into my skin and kind of rehydrate my skin since I feel like I don't get really great circulation in my apartment. So mm-hmm. I feel like my skin just always drying up because I do have central air. And mm-hmm. yeah, um, and then after that, I use vitamin C. So my issue is that I have a lot of hyperpigmentation because I mm-hmm. do break out a lot now since that change of skin just a couple of years mm-hmm. ago. And I tend to pick at it when I'm really stressed and I'm really trying hard to not pick at my face. Oh, it's so hard. It's so hard. It's like satisfying to like pop those pimples, but at the same yeah. time, it's very like not hygienic, dirty. Yeah, it's and, pretty gross, yeah. but like I, yeah. yeah, a lot of us love to do that. So <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. So I've been really focused on using vitamin C because it does um, help with discoloration due to blemishes and acne picking and all that. And it helps fight those free radicals in the air. Um, and then after that, I use like a simple moisturizer. 
And then after that, I use SPF. And my actually mm-hmm. my current favorite one is from Supergroup. Supergroup. Mm-hmm. It's called the Unseen Sunscreen. It's really lightweight. It's not mineral. It's a chemical sunscreen, so it doesn't leave any kind of white residue. Oh, that's and then I Yeah, yeah. And then I apply my makeup. Use my daily makeup. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a lot compared to other people because mm-hmm. I do tend to like contour, I do my eyebrows, I do mm-hmm. the whole nine yards. And then at night, I do a double cleanse. So I always oil cleanse instead of using a makeup wipe, only because when you're right. using a makeup wipe, you're kind of tugging at your skin and you're causing those premature wrinkles, which no one wants. So, right, yeah. Yeah. So an oil cleanse really works best. And I learned from LA Beautyologist, actually, that you're supposed to at least cleanse for 60 seconds. So I do mm-hmm. 60 seconds of that. And then I use another gel cleanser at night. This one's a little, has a little more of like an exfoliating power, exfoliating power just to get rid of all the dirt and the grime and bacteria, the day's worth of, you know. Mm-hmm. Your community. <laughs> exactly, right. Oh yeah, totally, especially in the subways. Oh yeah. And then after that, I use toner again, just to bring that pH back. And then I use kind of like a treatment serum. So mm-hmm. once a week or sometimes a couple times a week, I use retinol to kind of help my skin kind of turn over itself. You know, you have a mm-hmm. lot of like buildup of dead skin. And sometimes I use um, other serums like AHA ser- serums have AHA, another mm-hmm. exfoliating serum. And then after that, I use a moisturizer and then I, I use an oil and then I jade roll or use, yeah, then I use a jade mm-hmm. roller just to kind of like help that oil kind of get into your skin. And it helps me kind of like do that lymphatic drainage. Oh, yeah. Hopefully that's what a jade roller does. Too, yeah. So I don't Feels know nice too. Yeah, exactly. Another kind of self-care that I really love. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much a breakdown of my skincare routine, but I'm still like kind of figuring out what products I should use because... Mm-hmm. I actually just recently learned that I was doing my skincare routine all wrong a couple of weeks ago because I oh. was using a vitamin C at night. I mean, oh. you should be doing that, but I was pairing that with retinol and I heard like, I think it's, I don't know what the word, but I heard that either too active or too strong on your skin. Mm-hmm. So you start peeling and your skin start breaking out because you're pretty much hurting the skin barrier. So there's that. But I feel like it's a lot of trial and error with skincare. Oh, yeah. And what works for, like, you won't necessarily work for me, and what works for me exactly. won't work for someone else. So, yeah, that's the thing about skincare. And and I, I think there's been, like, a really big shift in skincare recently where it's, like, for a while it was kind of, like, one size fits all. Wash your oh, yeah. face, moisturize, put on your makeup, and you're good to go. And now it's kind of, like, a lot of, well, try this if you have oily skin. Try this if you have combination skin. Um, there's just so much out there now and it's it's definitely difficult to find what you oh, yeah, are sure. looking for so I think it's like really helpful that you gave those um those two names of the of the estheticians yeah. yeah I think because it's just like I think about all the, the like in high school my skin was like so much worse than it is now because like one I was in high school and I had I was like my hormones were going crazy because I was younger um (laughs) and yeah and I and I think also what you mentioned about how your body is just like changing like everything you you have to really like think about this goes back to like self-care in general like think about know your body and know Mm -hmm. what what works for your body and what doesn't work and see 
and just watch how your body changes because as a 20 something, your skin is much different than when it was when you were 13. Oh yeah, totally. And that kind of also reminds me of like some of the mistakes that I made. So a couple of years ago, I was using this, this toner and mm-hmm. I am very stingy and very frugal when it comes to skincare mm-hmm. because I feel like they are very expensive. Oh yeah. And, <laughs> and I made that mistake of using the entire toner, even though it was breaking me out because I didn't, I wanted to get my money's worth and it was oh, already yeah. way past the 30 days return policy and I was like you know what it's only 30 days it's not going to mess up my skin all that bad but in reality it really messes up my skin and I feel like that's one thing to know if you feel like your skin is reacting to a new product you should definitely switch it out and not be frugal and use the whole thing like I did so yeah yeah that's a good point and I think there's so much um kind of discrepancy of like well if you use a product like and it and it breaks you out initially. It might not break you out like two weeks later, but sometimes like if you're really, I think the rule of thumb is if your skin is on fire, you should not be using that product. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I feel like we should also crazy. watch out for like dangerous. Well, I wouldn't say dangerous, just not what you consider like clean beauty. Like you shouldn't right. be using stirring alcohols on your skin because it can cause dryness or irritations and it can even cause breakouts. So I feel like you have to really look up ingredients and see whether or not you should try Clean Beauty or what Mm -hmm. you should be aware of the kind of ingredients in your product. Maybe those are flaring your breakouts and all. Yeah, that is true. And I know that a couple of like beauty stores like Sephora do have Clean Beauty lines. So it's also just important to know like if this product has this ingredient in it and breaks you out, some like look out for that ingredient. So absolutely, it is just interesting but Mm -hmm. um before we end today's episode I just would love for you to share your Instagrams and I think everyone should go follow them so um Leah's main account her house of Logue account no you don't have an account for that one you have a website for that one exactly yeah and then you have the of all people also Mm -hmm. yes so my personal Instagram my micro influencing social media Instagram is Mm l-e-a-t-n-g-u and my of all people account is of all people official. Okay, awesome. So we'll link those below or to the side. It depends where you're listening to this. But go follow Leah. She has some great posts, and her main account, her micro influencing account, has is very well color coordinated. I don't know how you do that, but <laughs> a lot of planning. Yeah, I'm sure. It's very impressive. So if you really Thank like you. color coding and want some inspiration, go go to Leah's account. And of course go to Of All People to see all of the relationship stories. Those are very interesting. And visit her blog, House of Logue. So thank you, Leah, for joining today. Of course. Thank you so much for inviting me again. Yes. And we will see you all again next time. Thank you. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of Self Claire. You can follow me, your host and producer, Claire Nunez at at C Lair is cool. That's C underscore L-A-I-R-E is cool on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find me on my website on ClaireNunez.com. Music is from Kevin McLeod, and I will link his website in the description. Thanks, and see you again next time.